Welcome back, everybody, to a bonus episode of Not Another True Crime Podcast. I'm Sarah Levine. And I'm Danny Murphy. And I know we're coming at you twice this week, so either you're welcome or apologies. I don't know. Maybe people are going to be like, I had enough of you on Monday. But if you didn't, (laughs) we're happy you're here. Yeah. And also, I wanted to say, um, you know, we are your partners in wine and crime. And if you want to be our partners in in wine and other things in real life, Danny and I are both uh, having live shows, unfortunately, not together. You're going to be with your other Danny. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So uh, my other uh, friend, Danny, I have a podcast where we talk about the subreddit Am I the Asshole? And just decide who's the asshole, basically. So we're doing a live show. It's in Astoria at a a nice venue called QED. I will also be doing a five-minute stand-up set. Ah! I've never done stand-up before, guys. So I did one Zoom show. But um, that's happening. So if you want to get tickets, please go to it's bit.ly slash lowercase a-i-t-a capital Q capital E capital D. It has to be case sensitive. I don't know. Or you could just go to my link in bio at Sarah Lameem. It's February 25th. I mean, I will be there. I'm so excited to see you, and I'm, I hope people come hang. And also, yes. if you have no plan, if you're going to stay in the city for the long weekend, I will be doing my show on Sunday at Club Coming Venti Vents. I have the Dirty King of Pop chatting with me, which I'm excited about. <laughs> I saw and then that. Remy Casimir and Michelle Davis. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a hoot. Tickets in the link in my bio, and I also just posted them in the Facebook group, not in the True Crime group. So find them there, come party with us this week. February's gonna I be love fun. That. I'm going to post my two. I just didn't want to steal your thunder. That's, I was like, oh, that's a good idea, Danny. <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I mean, I see who I got. I got Autumn and Hunter liking it so far. So I got we got some girls. We got we got the crew. So come on, crew. Mm. Let's have some Yes, and, and join the Facebook group, not know the true crime group. We do a little self-promo. Honestly, really not much. Not uh, much. We talk about like true crime updates. People post memes. People discuss if the Tinder swindler victims should have GoFundMes. I say, that yeah, got, like, I, I, you know. Yeah, I wanted to like continue like refreshing that one. I think I'm like, because I, someone, I forget who posted on it, but they were like, do you know how many GoFundMes? We just did the thing about the GoFundMes for, um, yeah, to see if the earth is flat by B.O.B. So I'll let the Tinder Swindler girls have their uh, cash flow. Right. I'm also like, it's not harming anybody, you know? No. It's it's a GoFundMe. You know what you're donating to. If you don't want to donate, absolutely don't. Damn but do it. if you and I won't be, frankly, but um like no, I'm, I will not be either, but I, I wish them joy and happiness, but above all this, sure. I wish them love. Yeah, and if you want to donate to them, like, you know, it's free country by all well, means. If you get paid weekly, Thursday at midnight, you got your donation going. <laughs> like, sure, I'll help I hope my I'll help my girl Cecilia. I mean, I Cecily. Do, I'm not even yeah. sure what her name was. I know. Uh, I would. I would say. I would like sit at the bar a few tables away from her while she goes on dates as my GoFundMe to her to make sure oh like God. the vibe is sussed out. I. I was gonna say I will donate my stalking time and yes. skills to be like, girl, don't, don't fall for this. No, but no, 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 no. I, it, that whole the whole discourse about around the Tinder swindler oh. has been really interesting. It's been. There's been a lot of. I don't know if they're hot. T- There's been a lot of takes that I'm like, oh, we're there now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like people are coming harder on the girls who got scammed than the guy who did the scamming. Which, I mean, tale as old as time. Uh, truly. <laughs> I mean, and I do get it because, yeah. like, they went through really a lot of lengths to get this guy money. It's not just, like, it's one thing to give someone your life savings, but then, which is also, like, don't do that, but it's also... It's just another level to be like forging documents and lying to banks and taking out like loans for more money than you're going to have ever like in years. I know. I like seeing those numbers like with so many zeros gave me such 
Oh yeah. I was like, oh gosh. I so that is why I am happy they have a GoFundMe because they there's they're they're not dealing with like it's not like they were right. scammed out of dinners. They were scammed out of down payments for homes. I know, and I'm like, Aileen's Aileen's Poshmark is only going to do so much. There's only so much dirty Versace, oh like, my god, flats that you can sell. I know. Speaking of scamming, I mean, should we just work backwards and talk mm. about inventing Anna? I think we should because we're jumping <sighs> on. We're continuing on the Netflix train. This one, I would, I recommended the Tinder one to the people to watch because I thought that was really well done. Yeah. This one, I. No. Neither me or Sarah finished it, but I am recommending it to people if they want to be angry at what they're watching, not in terms of like, oh, facts. Anna, but in terms of like, like who, like accent coach, like what oh, is happening God. on that show? Yeah. So if you guys aren't familiar, Inventing Anna is the Shonda Rhimes adaptation of the Anna Delvey story, which, and Anna Delvey is like the Soho grifter. She, she said she was going to start this Anna Delvey foundation. She raised mm-hmm. a lot of money. She didn't pay it back. She took this lavish trip to Morocco and made her friend pay $60,000 because she, you know, didn't have the money. Money, Um, And so now there's this like fictionalized show about her. And I mean, I I watched one episode I made like I watched it with my boyfriend and then I apologized to him afterwards (laughs) for putting him through that. I was like, I did not think it was going to be so bad. What is hard? Because I... Because I do love Shonda Rhimes' vehicles, and like I love Scandal, yeah. and so many of the people from Scandal are like in this. So I love the people that oh are God, in the yeah. Shonda universe. But I feel <laughs> like because that show is good at like kind of being over like some dramatics, but then you also are like, okay, well it's like very fictionalized, so it doesn't matter. But this one, because like yeah, we have such real truth of books of what it happened and everything. I'm sort of like, what is going on here? And it just seemed so. I also think they probably they maybe realized. This did it warrant an hour long documentary? Sure. I think they probably realized when they sat down to like get to the nitty gritty of it, this is not supposed to be a mini series because there's not that that much to like unpack with all of it. And so they are just really um scrambling some eggs. Yeah, I mean, I also feel like the if if you know this is my opinion. I think if you don't really know much about this case, like you might enjoy it and you probably will. But if you know mm-hmm. like a single fact about what actually happened, I don't think you're gonna like it. And I just I don't even understand at this point why they decided to make this about Anna Delvey specifically. Like why not just fictionalize it all the way and just make up a sort of scammer type like archetype, you know? That actually is a very true point. Because now also because the other thing too is that like they paid Anna for her life rights and everything like that. And I know that really pissed off our, yeah. fr- our friend Rachel, because uh, who's portrayed by Katie Lowe's, I believe that's her last name, yeah. in the show. And also the reviews I've also been reading is like, the show really makes you want to hate her. <laughs> like, I, it has a weird vendetta against her, which is very confusing to me, because if you know the actual story, Rachel was the victim. And she has her really good book. We interviewed her a year or two two years ago. I know. I'm like, should we get her back? Maybe I'll message her, see if she wants to come back. Right. Because she, she has been writing good articles, like, in the time, yeah. and I think Vanity Fair, about how she's like, what is the purpose of this, and what the hell's going on? So, Well, that's what I didn't get. Like, I only watched the first episode, but it really felt like they were trying to make Anna into this sympathetic character, where she was just kind of like, oh, I didn't mean to do this. And, like, and when the journalist visits her in prison, she's, like, crying, and I'm like... This doesn't jive at all with what she actually said. Like, she straight up told the New York Times, I don't have any regrets. Regret is a useless emotion. Like, she straight up told these outlets that she didn't have any remorse, that... 
She like, was Instagramming from right. Like what? Like and no. her friend was posing for her. But yeah, yeah but like, so, yeah. It's just I don't know. I don't get why they're like of all the people to try to make sympathetic. It's they're going with this girl who like still has not who doesn't even think that she did anything wrong. No, and also is out and like doing her own things. Like, do you see she has a project in the works with Julia Fox? I don't even know, and I'm not gonna. Oh, classic! I uh, can't, classic. Like the the way that all the headlines are merging together because Anna Delvey has something going on with Julia Fox, and also we're not really gonna get into it. But there are other someone else we interviewed, uh, Gabrielle Bloomstone. Oh yes, did this article about a girl she went to high school with, Horace Mann. Crazy. Uh, Danielle Miller, who. Pat was, uh, in 2004, was a victim of, like, a, a sexting situation, and then, which was very fucked up, and now, though, it has been scamming around the world, uh, scamming COVID funds, scamming, <laughs> scamming spas. Scamming all over the world. <laughs> was that Pepperdine? Yeah, a lot. Scamming uh, all yeah, over the ludicrous. world. I need to read this article, because that would be a great bonus app. Yes, because, like, went to Rikers, left, went back to prison. I'm like, what is going on? And Dude, then Rikers go, sucks. You do not want to yeah, be there. No. And also, she does. She's thirty-two. I was like, "You have sis. Remember, <laughs> you lived life." Yeah. A girlfriend, like time to settle down. Time to settle down. And one, oh my gosh. Uh, and then we'll we'll get onto the actual updates that we have. But one thing was she was like, because she went to law school after a few years of putzing around, and then had an internship in the city. But then was scamming. how the hell did she get into law school after like? having been to prison her parents are very very rich and i don't know if the law i think she went to prison after the law school thing oh okay that makes sense because i know like if you're looking to pass the bar like my i don't know my friend is like you have to be so like law abiding like i can't get caught let's say like jumping the turnstile on the subway like they would reject me you know oh, yeah, so oh, oh my god I'm yeah like, i mean yeah you have to be law abiding <laughs> whenever i see someone jump <laughs> or at the least appear that way i'm like compliments to your core strength <laughs> Mm-hmm. New York does not need your three dollars, no. but I need the personal trainer that got you able to do that so well. Oh my god, facts! But yeah, but the her trial was set at the in the courthouse or the place that she interned at, and I'm like, that is a full, <laughs> full circle. Uh, three sixty, like or yeah. one eighty for the worst, I guess. Truly, now she's doing yoga around the city for her uh, yeah. PT with a bracelet on, so uh, you can Good say for her. her if you want. Yeah, I guess. You know. <laughs> Go off queen is the term, yeah. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I will say also, I like Julia Garner. It's funny because I'm watching Ozark right now. Oh, that is And a I mind think out. her accent in that is also a little bit overwrought, but her accent in Inventing Anna is like truly unhinged. <laughs> and I, it's funny because I I think it was when she was on the the Dirty John show and she was on Watch What Oh, Happened. she was on that? Oh, yeah, she was, uh, I'm blanking on oh. every time. She was the younger daughter. Oh, okay, the original? Yeah. Uh, like, like the, the one with the guy, not Betty Broderick? Oh, yes, 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 like Connie Britton. Oh, hell yes. yeah. yeah. Okay, so, cool. And she was good in that. But and, um, it's funny because she was on an interview and Andy was like, oh, my God, you're such an accent professional. And she's like, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I could do so many. And I'm like. That's what she did for Anna. She was like, I'm just going to combine them all. We're going to Ruth <laughs> from Ozark. We're going Irish. We're going like Russian. We're going vaguely German. It was, and it's a it, it's a mixing, a melting it was pot. Like that, annoying, that annoying game that Ariana always plays on Jimmy Fallon when it's like, yeah, do this song in this person's singing voice. Because it's like, she doesn't want to talk about her personal life, which is fair. So I'll just always play that game with her. But I feel like that Oof. was the, every line was like. Uh, do this line in this accent. And they really just, <laughs> she was a one take wonder, I guess, because they never re-switched oh, anything else. Oh my God. Yeah, no. Ugh. I will say there is still, Rachel sold her rights from like her Vanity Fair piece to HBO. I don't know what the deal is with that. I, but 
I, I saw it because on her website, she's an FAQ. And because oh, Lena, Lena, Lena Dunham bought that for HBO. And right. the um, option wore out. So it was like shelved and now it's not moving forward. Oh my God, Danny, let's go. Take the rights? Yeah. Okay, done. <laughs> let's go. Okay, maybe if we ask Rachel nicely, she'll just give us the rights. Give us the rights and we'll produce it. That's a bummer. I was kind of looking forward to like a I better an adaptation. But also I am looking forward to the Elizabeth Holmes uh, movie with Anna Seyfried. Amanda Seyfried, yes. Seyfried. Whatever. I only correct because I love her so much. And Thank you. No, I appreciate it. And uh, went to Fordham for two months before getting cast on Mean Girl. So really, I have a connection to her. <laughs> uh, we have similar trajectories. BFFs. But I know oh, I'm sure. excited for Yeah, no, I was there too. But um, <laughs> I'm very excited for that because yeah. that is a case too where I'm like, good, get us some nitty gritty. And also like too, it's like, they probably aren't going to get to all of it because I feel like it was probably already done being produced while she was in trial. But like, uh, it just seems like, it, like, because we found out all about her, like her case, everything, and now we can get this. And it feels like totally good closure. Yes. It also just like, I don't know, it doesn't seem like they're out to sort of glorify her. They're just like, they're going to dramatize what happened, I'm sure. But I think they're going to make her look pretty, pretty out there. <laughs> oh, I believe so. So I'm excited for that. And there's also that one with Jennifer Lawrence. We'll see if I'm a if I'm Elizabeth oh, Holmes out by the time that comes out. But uh, Elizabeth Holmes is good? Jennifer Lawrence? What? Yeah, I think there's two. This is the other thing. I feel like once like the Netflix Hulu Fire Festival thing happened, like every streaming thing is like, we need our own version of that. So That is like true. I feel like there's aren't there like two Tiger King adaptations? Oh, one is on Peacock, and I'm like, I'm not even. I can't watch, because I, I love Kate McKinnon and I love John Michael Cameron, or I might have said his name wrong, but I, the guy from uh, Hedwig and the Angry Inch. But I'm just like, I really don't need this. And I'm so mad that these two talented people wasted like two months of their life to film yeah. the show. That's oh my God. Four years to, my friend who used to work at NBC said they were trying to make this show, like they were doing the show in 2020. Obviously things get delayed, especially with COVID, but I'm like, y'all missed the mark. You I was just- going to say, like, what happened leaving it 2020? Because you know what they should have done? And this is why I am so smart, but I don't know why no one throws me a lot of money. They should have <laughs> just done an hour-long variety. Because that's like all improv people. SNL. Oh, that's this funny. This is an hour-long Tiger King thing. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, it did not need to be like, you don't need to recreate Tiger King episode no! by episode. Like, just do an hour or something. And also, it's Joe versus Carol. You're going to get with the season assist by Carol. And it's like, not. Oh, I'm like, also, <laughs> it's also, you know, every, because I'm sure so much of it was written in like 2020, 2021. Everything is going to be something that every single person who's listened to this podcast has tweeted. You know what I mean? Like, it's there's not Facts. going to be anything new with it. <laughs> no. <laughs> so true. So that's that's what's up in docu... Not even documentary. Like, adaptation news. In other news, we have... There's some updates in the uh, Susan Cox Powell disappearance. Yeah. I say that in quotes because it's like, we know what happened. But... Here's a little background in case you don't remember. We did an old episode. I don't remember when. Just go go search it. You can search in an Apple podcast. But for a refresher, Susan Cox Powell disappeared in 2009 in West Valley City, Utah. And initially her whole family was reported missing. But her husband, Josh, and the two children reappeared. And Josh said he'd taken the kids to an impromptu camping trip in the middle of a blizzard on a Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Sure, Jan. Sure. Mm-hmm. And also, if you'll remember, like Susan was trying to leave Josh because Josh's dad was basically making like advances at her. They were members of like the LDS church. So I know that divorce is not like super encouraged. 
So investigators... After Susan disappeared, investigators found traces of Susan's blood on the floor of their house. And you guys already know what I'm about to say. A $1.5 million life insurance policy on Susan. Mm -hmm. So Josh became the prime suspect, naturally. And when they interviewed the children, they said that Susan had gone with them on the camping trip but never returned. They questioned Josh for years and even took him to court. Uh, Susan's body was never found and they weren't able to convict him. And then eventually in 2012, this is really, really sad. Um, Joshua basically like during a supervised visit with a social worker he trapped his children inside the house and shortly after that the house exploded and killed everyone inside and they found um, two empty five gallon cans of gasoline and the day before Josh had emailed his family and friends saying goodbye and to give his kids toys and books to charities and also Josh's brother who people thought may have helped Josh either kill Susan or dispose of her body, later died by suicide as well. So I think pretty much anyone who may have answers has died. But there is an update. So this is a a day or two old. Susan's father has said he feels confident they found her remains. On Friday, search teams found human remains and clothing in a desert mine, which is located near where Josh said he had taken the kids camping the night Susan disappeared. Apparently, the mine had already been investigated by local police, but they didn't find anything. But her father did say that there's a chance the remains they found were animal remains. But also, they found a pair of shoes that could have belonged to Susan. So, who knows? Interesting sidebar. David Sparks, who's from the Diesel Brothers. That's kind of a tongue twister. That is. Has been involved in these search efforts and has been documenting them on YouTube. So, you can see that if you're interested in hearing more. But... Who knows? It's kind of like a maybe update, maybe not. We'll keep you posted on that. I know. I remember that that case is just such a sad one through and through because it's because exactly everybody who yeah. had potential answers no longer can answer them. But one case that I mean, we've gotten a lot of answers with this next oh, yeah. update, but also <laughs> the answers that uh, well, in this specific update, the answers that just the rich people like to give, which is just how much money can I throw on something to make it stop. Yes, and <laughs> literally throwing money at the problem. And um, I guess luckily for the person we're talking about, he is tapped to one of the wealthiest families ever. Uh, so Prince mm-hmm. Andrew and the royal family. But I thought they kind of cut him off. Well, they did. Well, here's the, I'll, I'll get into that. Here's the tea. Here's the tea with that. So so Prince Andrew, yes, he was stripped from his royal titles, everything like that. So he no longer was considered a position in power of the royal family after um, all of the uh, sex abuse lawsuits came to light against him, primarily from uh, Virginia, who was the main Epstein accuser. So what ended up happening uh, very recently, like this week, they settled for an un- an undisclosed amount. I've right. been seeing. But you this know is it's just a fuck ton Sarah, of money. Yeah, Sarah, close your ears because I'm getting into allegedly territory because it allegedly was like in the 12 million range. Holy shit. Wait, why should I close my ears? <laughs> just because we were going to get a little because I, 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 I don't want Prince Andrew to get mad at you, just me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, yeah. What happened is that in an unsigned letter submitted as an attachment to the settlement filing, Andrew said that he accepts that she has suffered as a quote-unquote established victim of sex abuse, but while doing this does not admit any wrongdoing Right, of whatsoever. course not. <laughs> yeah. Of course so, not. Yeah, uh, exactly. He's like, no, I didn't. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, the letter states that Prince Andrew has never intended to malign her character, and he accepts that she has suffered both as an established victim of abuse and as a result of unfair public attacks. Uh, Prince Andrew right. also says that, or Prince Andrew's lawyer says that he intends to make a substantial donation 
to uh, the women's charity in support of victims' rights. And he accepts that all of the pain that she's been dealing. And everyone thinks that this is a very good call for Prince Andrew because you think you're going to get that man to trial? And like, what do, you, what, what, what do you think the trial will say up to him in any other direction? Yeah, I mean, it's smart of him to settle because I feel like there's enough evidence against him. Exactly, yeah. And like, um, I don't think he'd come out of it. Uh, no, in good. one piece, not at all. And the royal family would <laughs> be taken down with him. So uh, the, yeah. Sarah Krisoff, who was a former New York federal prosecutor, said that while his public image may never recover, it makes sense for him to resolve this case, mainly because it's the thing of like, how can they basically get this to effing stop? Yeah, I mean, no shit. Yeah, obviously it makes sense. I mean, I don't think this is like resolved, right? It's like you're throwing no. money at a problem, but you're throwing money at a victim. And while like, yeah, exactly. While like not admitting wrongdoing, and honestly, obviously from like a legal standing, I get why he would do that. Um, but yeah, I mean, this isn't going to go away. I think this is going to hang over his head forever, and like he's been stripped of his royal title, and mm-hmm. I don't know, he deserves it. <laughs> oh, he deserves, he deserves it so a well. lot worse. And that's the thing that I'm annoyed at. You're like hang over his head. I'm like. In his lovely mansion, I'm like he's not going to. Well, think about yeah, this. exactly. Yeah, but, but I know exactly the, the if shape. He kind of never did anything. It's like people would, you know, it would. I don't know. It wouldn't go away on its own. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Exactly. So, oh, without a doubt. And I was curious too because since he's no longer like really a working royal, mm-hmm. I wanted to know. And um, this article gets into um, where some of the money comes from. The Telegraph said that the Queen will fund part of it from her private. Duchery of Lancaster estate. So I'm guessing that's like one of her little side things that maybe isn't, I I don't really know how British royalty finances work. So maybe that's like not the tax or something like that. Who knows? Um, And also Andrew receives over like $320,000 a year from the queen. Oh, fuck off. (laughs) From private funds and collects a pension from the UK Navy. That's like about 26,000 a year. So between the two of that, yeah. Okay. Oh my God. (laughs) That makes me so annoyed. I'm like, he needs to get cut off, but like not even by the family, just by like the taxpayers. Like, you know. Exactly. Oh, well. (laughs) It's like, we're all collectively your dad and we're cutting you off. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, don't worry because even if he does get cut off, people are saying that he's in the final stages of selling his ski chalet in the Swiss Alps. And do you want to guess how much it is going for? How much it costs? Um, I'm going to go with, this is a fun game, like Jorge. Uh, I'm going to go with like $23 million. You are so close. 24. Oh, shit. Okay, wow. I'm going to give you that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So he'll be <laughs> and, fucking fine. Yeah, he'll be fine. And like they said that like, oh, he probably will be selling that just to pay like, because he did the 12, alleged 12 million settlement. And also, if you're a lawyer can finagle that, you know, that lawyer costs a lot of money too. So Facts. Facts. Well, not exactly like a satisfying end, but an end nonetheless. But an end. I mean, and now we're just waiting for Meghan Markle and Prince Harry to release a second podcast from their multi-million dollar podcast deal to maybe get into the nitty-gritty. Oh my God, I know. Give us like some tea. I want the Oprah interview, but I want names. Yeah. Yes, please. (laughs) Oh my God. Ugh, I would love that, but... I think that's that's all for our updates. That's all our updates, yes. Boom, boom, boom. If you guys... Uh, like these updates, let us know because they kind of are fun for the cases that we get obsessed with and we text each other about. But we're like, yes. oh, there's not really a full episode in that. Exactly. But there's still interesting stuff because like it's kind of just to get more insight on maybe a case we did or like just like a, a legality update going on in the world. It's totally, totally. And um, if, again, if you guys want to stay updated, join our Facebook group, not another true crime group. 
follows on Instagram, not know the true crime. I do daily trivia. I fuck it up every day. (laughs) (laughs) But you do it every day. Oh my God. Yeah. Yesterday. I don't even know. Instagram is so glitchy. Like I literally typed out all the questions and then when I posted the story, it was like blank. And I'm like, now I look like a dumbass. <laughs> no. Cool, cool, cool. No, Whatever. everything is crashing down. I know, uh, right? Um, also, another reminder, just come see me and Danny yay! live. It'll be such a fun time. We'll take Pinot Grigio shots if you oh want. Oh, my God. Yes. Afterwards. Um, so go to follow Danny, Cashmere Danny with a K for more info or It's Vent Events. Yes, or It's Vent Events on Instagram too. And then cool. also be sure to follow at Sarah Lamim and listen to AITA, the podcast. Yes, and we'll be back with a regular app on Monday. Not Another True Crime Podcast is produced by Jorge Morales Pico and Sean Kilby. Our hosts are Sarah Levine and Danny Murphy. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Sarah Levine. Be sure to follow at NATC Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to NATC at Betches.com. Betches.